over 27% as we are seeing the effects of this global pandemic take all markets into all-time lows for this year. We're going to be looking at Bitcoin's possible breakout or breakdown as we approach this very key support level here around 7300 which is also the 100 week moving average as you can see here in blue and that would be a potential completion of an inverse head and shoulder pattern which is a breakout pattern but more importantly we want to talk about the fundamental reason we are seeing this breakdown which is of course the virus and we're going to be talking about that alongside with some major headlines like the Europe travel ban and looking at the fear and greed index for Bitcoin. As you can see at extreme fear, whereas last month it was at greed. And then when we look at transactions per day hitting a low that we haven't seen in quite some time. I'm sorry, this is hash rate, uh, but even transactions per day, you can see hitting a low here. And so a lot of things are changing and they're changing really fast. And so we're going to be discussing this and trying to keep as much of a positive outlook as possible. We have our live audience here right now. Reverend Ibby's gas Malik. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are going to be giving away once again the intelligent investor because I believe education and making yourself informed is the most important thing you can do at times like this. But always remember these times will pass. So if you guys want to participate in this giveaway, make sure to like this video and let's go ahead and first break down what's happening with Bitcoin and where we potentially see the bullish and bearish case. Because quite frankly, we did break that $7,700 support level, which was a major support level on the macro time frame. And that is not surprising looking at traditional markets and how they are performing right now. And so if we look at this uptrend, you can see we are uh, pretty much at the point of breaking down from this major ascending support line. And so this right here, of course, is what we were watching inside of this symmetrical triangle that was forming here. Uh, and at this point, we are going to be looking at what the next potential support level is, especially as we look at traditional US indices right here. These are all of the major markets like the Dow, the S&P 500, the Nasdaq, as you can see, seeing record lows, uh, you know, and, and record sell offs over the last few weeks down 4%, 4%, 5%. These are the future markets. So even tomorrow not looking so well, especially after Donald Trump's recent global or I'm sorry, national uh, address of the Europe travel ban. And so things are, are, are very interesting right now in the markets. And we want to talk about what's happening uh, and where we believe things are headed. Of course, this right here, is that support level that we have uh, been monitoring and was what we were uh, expecting a potential bounce from, uh, which we did bounce from. However, as you can see, if we were to go into these lower time frames and look at that support level, you can see it's uh, really being tested at this point. Um, and it's currently not looking so well, especially since Bitcoin has been following equity markets and equity markets are not doing so well right now. And so I think it's important for us to realize that even though this ascending support level may 
break, we still have a lot of potential levels of support on the way. And so this isn't completely doom and gloom and understand that yes, Bitcoin may not be acting as a storage of value right now against equity markets, but understand that there's a lot of fear right now. And when investors are pulling liquidity out of equity markets, they're also going to be pulling liquidity out of Bitcoin and other investments because they are fearful that we may enter a phase in which we need to have cash on hand because of what's happening, of course, with this global pandemic, which I'm not going to say the name of because I think we've heard it too much. And I think YouTube is demonetizing videos that even talk about it. And of course, the media is making it look really bad. But understand that as we start to see more and more official regulations and uh, government announcements uh, against, uh, you know, this pandemic, it's going to breed more and more fear in the markets, especially in a fundamental sense, especially as you see Trump trying to create stimulus uh, upon what's happening right now with this global pandemic that was just announced today as a pandemic. And so very interesting to watch what's happening right now. In this case, when we look at the bullish scenario, what we want to watch for at this point is this inverse head and shoulder, because this, in my opinion, is a breakdown of this support level. If we look at this line here and we really draw it out, you can see here if we touch this line right here at the December low that we formed 2019, we've already broke through that. Uh, it might be a small break, but typically these small breaks lead to larger breaks. And so if you guys are part of our Discord group, uh, we've been very cautious to send out signals after a great month so far. And that's because of the fact that we don't want to obviously miss our losing streak and we want to take extreme precaution as we just don't know the extent in which equity markets are going to sell off because that's truly affecting Bitcoin right now. And it's not that I don't believe Bitcoin is acting as a storage of value. I think that overall and based on mentors and uh, research that I've done looking at the overall equity markets and how it's affecting Bitcoin, it's really just an overall sentiment of fear that is plaguing the marketplace. And you can clearly see that here when we look at the Bitcoin crypto fear and greed index, you can see just last month we were at 65 and right now we're at 17. The lower that number, the more fear in the market. Now, interestingly enough, if we look at this article, it says here, crypto sentiment indicates extreme fear following Bitcoin's crash. History proves this might be an opportunity. And so we're going to be talking about that opportunity, and that's going to be with this potential inverse head and shoulder that's forming, because by catching Bitcoin at the bottom of this sh right shoulder that's forming, that could be a potential entry for the next push up, especially as we approach the May 2020 halving. And so you can see in this article, it says, according to the crypto monitoring resource, public opinion has turned to excessive negativism by tracking keywords of cryptocurrency related discussions. They have concluded that the mentions of sell, selling and sold have skyrocketed on most social media platforms. And you can see here it says in comparison to December 2019, the index was pointing at extreme fear as it is today. Bitcoin was trading at about $6,500 at that time. Most people believe that it would bottom below 6,000 or even revisit 4,400. But hours later, the price of Bitcoin soared by $1,000. So it shows you in December 2019, of course, the fear, you know, the the index was showing extreme fear. And when we look at charts here, and we push here to December 
of 2019. That was the low that we made in which we eventually went all the way back up to 10,500. And so it was the same fear and panic that we saw in December 2019 that acted as a great entry point for Bitcoin to then obviously almost double. And so the reason I think that's important is you have to realize, yes, when we look at traditional markets right now, everything is in the red and investors are obviously panicking. But as Warren Buffett once said, when the greedy are fearful, be greedy. When the fearful are greedy, be fearful. And so right now, the greedy are fearful. And so it might be smart to be greedy. And so look, you know, understanding that statement, I think is important. So I don't want to take too much of your guys' time tonight. I know there's been probably a thousand things on your mind, especially with what's happening with this new global pandemic that was announced today. But understand that there is a potential positive here, and that is obtaining great entries with these assets, especially when you look at equity markets worth trillions of dollars, you have to ask yourself, you know, cryptocurrencies are still in the hundreds of billions of market cap. When you look five, 10 years down the road, what market do you think will easily 5x the one that's already worth trillions or the one that's in the hundreds of billions, especially being such a intangible, but intrinsic asset something we've never seen before that acts as a storage of value and a volatile asset. In my opinion, Bitcoin is poised for upside over the long term. However, obviously in the short term, there are going to have to be levels of support that will hold as we start to see more and more fear into the marketplace. And of course, like we talked about in December of 2019, when Bitcoin's at 6,500 before we hit 10,500, it was the same fear that was present, but looking back in hindsight, it was the perfect entry for Bitcoin at the time. And so when we look at this inverse head and shoulder, the bullish case here, the bullish case is going to be a break and a support at 7324 approximately looking at the Bitfinex chart here. And the reason I say this as the bullish case is I don't believe at this point we are going to hold 7600. I don't believe we're going to hold 7400. I think that due to what's happening in equity markets as we're seeing sell-offs that we were never ever expecting in years it's going to be the same with bitcoin we are going to break major trend lines that we probably wouldn't have expected breaking in years as you can see with that major macro trend line however that doesn't mean it's doom and gloom and it's over because of course when we look at the weekly chart and we look at these moving averages What's very interesting is you've got that 100 week moving average, as you can see here, holding right below where we need to go for that inverse head and shoulder to complete its formation at 7300. And so as long as we can hold that $7,300 level, which is the 100 week moving average and the completion of the inverse head and shoulder, well, then, of course, this inverse head and shoulder is completely valid and in play which would be a breakout beyond the previous neckline of 10,500. And that is what can potentially get us out of this symmetrical triangle and back to the 14 and $15,000 price range. And of course, when we look at time frame wise with the May 2020 halving, that is a very reasonable time frame, especially as you realize 
when we look at the halving and we draw that out, the halving will approximately be around this time. It's just enough time for the inverse head and shoulder to play its part. And of course, when we look at the index of fear and greed, we're not gonna be extremely fearful forever, right? And so eventually this will start to move up in numbers. And as we saw in the past, when greed was very high, price levels were very high, but when extreme fear plagued the marketplace, prices were really, really good in terms of entry. And so I think that's an extremely important thing to pay attention to. We'll take a couple questions from our live audience, but we do want to go through a couple more of these fundamental indicators. I see here Malik says at what price your bids are in place for Bitcoin right now. It's that 7325 level to complete that head and shoulder formation that we or that um, inverse head and shoulder formation here, which is a very bullish pattern here. And of course, the head and shoulder formation that we saw form on the daily is what took us down. And so for that to go ahead and already be in play, I believe us going to that $7,300 area where you can also see here on the right, we've got some volume to hold as well is the perfect buying opportunity for now. And of course, we want to see high volume, high momentum and high price action when that level hits in order to confirm that. And if not, set your stop at break even. And we have to take a step back and reassess that entry for potential, uh, you know, reentry. And so that's the bullish case. I hope that helps answers your question, Malik. Um, looking at other questions, Akasi is saying, should we start dollar cost averaging or buy the dip? You know, when people say buy the dip, the question is, what is the dip? At this point, there's no fundamental or technical indicator showing that the S&P 500, the equity markets are going to start to recover. There's no technical or fundamental indicator. So you have to look at the root of the cause when stuff like this happens. And the root of the cause, as we all know, is this global pandemic that I'm going to leave unnamed in this video. But we all know what it is and understand that for you to ask yourself, OK, well, when is this bottom going to come in? It's when we can contain this global pandemic. At this point, there's no container for this. There's no solution. There's no there's nothing to solve it right now. And therefore, the fear is going to bleed into the marketplace until that's solved. Now, thankfully, in my opinion, we live in a great time where healthcare is more advanced than it's ever been. And I don't think a respiratory virus is what's going to be the detriment of the global state of our economy uh, or even our U.S. economy. Uh, and so, you know, in my opinion, it's just a matter of time until we find a solution. And that's when we can start possibly predicting the bottom is in. So in terms of dollar cost averaging, I wouldn't ever change a dollar cost averaging schedule because the way you dollar cost average is it doesn't matter what the price is or when it is you start dollar cost averaging and so that you know there's no i'm going to start dollar cost averaging today or tomorrow no it's i'm going to buy on monday every monday no matter what the price is no matter what virus is out there no matter no matter if we're in a pandemic or not in a pandemic and so you know it, it's it's there's no sort of dollar cost averaging uh by choice, it, it, you know, it's more of, you know, the definition of dollar cost averaging is same price, same time, every time on a schedule for a elongated period of time, depending on how long you want that to be. Chris says it's always the safest and best long term strategy. You're very right. 
Um, of course, it's a slower strategy in terms of return on investment uh, when it comes to that versus trading. You know, trading right now, we've had a great time in our Discord. For those of you that are in our Discord, as you guys know, you can even say I in the chat if you guys have been seeing the signals and the results. You know, we're being very precautious, but we're still hitting trades because it's called shorting and longing, right? But at the end of the day, you have to understand uh, when it comes to dollar cost averaging, it's a whole different ballgame. That's a long-term strategy. And so very important to keep that all in mind. And looking into these fundamentals, you know, transactions uh, or hash rate, first and foremost, uh, hitting a very low point after breaking uh, a new high. Very interesting to see that. I'm going to be watching this over the next few days to see how this unfolds and if we continue down or if we're able to continue this uptrend, especially as we approach this halving. But it seems like people in general are not transacting as much Bitcoin. They're not mining as much Bitcoin because of all of this fear in the marketplace. You can see transactions per day. You guys know it's maintained over 300,000 for quite some time. Now we're under 300,000 transactions per day. So everyone's taking a hit. Every market's taking a hit. But it's just a matter of time until we start to see solutions come into the marketplace that will then breed less fear in the marketplace. And that's when we can start predicting that, hey, the bottom is in. And so I think that's all very important to notate here. Altcoins, Pasha, Roman, understand we've talked about altcoins in the past. Altcoins, probably not the best place uh, to invest in, especially when we look at Bitcoin dominance. Altcoins are, in my opinion, better to trade not to invest in long term uh, just because you can see Bitcoin has already proven itself being the dominant in this marketplace. And so altcoins have just not done as well. You know, there are certain altcoins, you know, we look at coin market cap, you can see basic attention token doing quite mm -hmm. well, right? Um, you can mm -hmm. see link doing quite well, chain link. Uh, so there are some here and there, but I still don't think there's a proven concept when it comes to altcoins that has extreme amounts of use case as Bitcoin does. And it's all about use case at the end of the day. It's not about price and not about, yes, this is the most popular one right now. You know, there's always a popping hot altcoin, you know, and then two, three weeks later, it's not popping anymore. Right. There's there's always a, a altcoin of the day. Right. There's always an altcoin of the week, an altcoin of the month. But then it switches every month. Right. So it's almost like penny stocks to me. And so. Um, I, I'm not in the penny stock game. Some people are, they enjoy that. They like finding those opportunities. We have analysts that love posting crypto signals. I post crypto signals. If I see an obvious opportunity, we see a bit, uh, you know, coin that has seen high volatility, but is sitting at the bottom. We'll go ahead and post that. But when it comes to looking at them as long-term investments, it's a very hard game to try to predict what's the next penny stock that's going to become the next Amazon or Uber, right? You know, we, we, it's quite obvious when stuff like that emerges, you know, when you look at the top 10, even Ripple, for example, one of the worst performing coins in, in the last two years, but still in the top 10, you know, it's interesting to see that, especially as Brad Garlinghouse, the CEO, sells off its coins to fund their operations. I don't know if that's a legitimate business model there where you're pretty much selling your investors funds to run your business when Traditionally, you invest in a company in hopes of returning on that investment. But when somebody is selling off your investment, then there's not much return, right? So I like what King said. There's always a top gainer and a top loser. So here's a, a question uh, for the live audience. We'll give away this book, uh, The Intelligent Investor, in just a second. Uh, but my question to you guys is, uh, do you guys believe that this inverse head and shoulder is going to play out and why? Uh, so that's my question to you guys. 
uh, and we will continue this video and wrap this up in a, a few minutes. Um, but I, I'd love to hear you guys' opinion about this inverse head and shoulder. For me, I think it's going to play out because I think there's imminent downside due to what's happening with equity markets. So I don't think the ascending support is going to hold because of that. But then I also believe that it being a beautiful head and shoulder pattern, I don't think it's going to go to waste. The fact that this, you know, this, uh, this neckline here formed perfectly at that $10,500 level, I think that it'd be a waste to just break down through that $7,300 level before seeing any sort of upside. And then on top of that, you can see when we look at past market structure, there's all these areas of consolidation below that $7,300 area. You can even see here, we barely were able to stay below 7,300 as of recent. And so knowing that when Bitcoin's at 7,000, people love buying it. I think 7,300 is a good point in which uh, we will see that. And so I'd love to hear you guys' opinion on that. Uh, and we will continue to look at some headlines here, but understand fear and greed right now, extreme fear. And when we look at this greed index, you can see extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried that could be a buying opportunity. So we talked about that. Um, and of course, when we look at this article, you can see fear is at all time highs. But in the past, that's also uh, been the case. And we've found that during that time of fear, like in December 2019, when we were also in a very high level of fear, that it was a really good buying opportunity for Bitcoin. It was still downtrending at that time as well as we are now. And so that's an interesting thing to point out there. And of course, looking at traditional equity markets, as Bitcoin has uh, closely followed these markets as of recent, you can see uh, the future markets, which will potentially indicate the performance tomorrow, also not looking very well after Trump's recent uh, address here. You can see Trump's European flight ban, not so good for the economy. and not so good for the airlines, of course. And so that's pretty much all I wanted to go over in this video. Uh, let's go ahead and pick a winner for this giveaway here. Satoshi says no, because I think it depends on how long the Corona things last, then we will see a bounce. Interesting. That's a very legitimate opinion. And I, I, I can definitely believe in that. Uh, but quite interestingly enough, it's funny because it's almost like timing loves to play itself properly, right? So it's like as soon as we needed to see that bounce here at 7600 to complete that ascending support line that was forming just out of nowhere, of course, the S&P 500 decided to bounce too. you can see this small little bounce here. So I, I think that that's why we will see some sort of upside because, you know, the market's not just going to continue going down because of it. But I can definitely see where you're coming from. But, you know, from a technical standpoint, the reason I definitely believe we'll see a bounce at 7300 is, you know, the equity markets will eventually you know, they'll figure their way into it. You know, that's why we've been seeing headlines. The best day ever in the stock market. The next day, all those gains wiped out. Worst day ever in the stock market. There's never a good time when you see that much turbulence, right? So uh, interesting comment there, Satoshi student. And King D1 says, what goes up must come down and what goes down must come up. You know, traditionally with equity markets, we typically go up. And the reason you go up in equity markets, when you look at any sort of traditional equity market, is because of the fact that when you're betting on an equity market like the S&P 500 index, where you're taking the five, you know, 500 top companies or whatever it might be, you're you're investing in the overall health of your economy, right? And so, the reason you see constant uptrend, and it, you know, people call this a bubble, but they don't understand the economy. No, it's not a bubble. It's the fact that companies get more efficient. 
companies become more profitable companies like to pay out their investors and of course as companies make more profit when you're invested in these companies that's what the s p 500 is they will pay you out and reward you for investing in them right it's like you know if you were invested in the s p 500 in 1984 eventually apple became part of the s p 500 and apple over the last decade has only grown and become more efficient and more profitable and you get rewarded for that so that's why equity markets are one of the top performing assets in the world right when you compare that to real estate bonds commodities gold bitcoin equity markets have a lot more reputation than bitcoin now when we look at the last decade bitcoin has done the best and when we look at the last five years bitcoin has done the best so it's a question of what about the next 10 or 20 years will bitcoin continue to be doing the best i think so because as i mentioned earlier in this video when you're looking at what's going to 5x in the next five to ten years well are you going to be looking at a market that's worth trillions and trillions of dollars and has only went up since the inception or a market that is only still worth hundreds of billions of dollars and has the potential for trillions of dollars i like the latter in that case and so flash creature says trade sideways for the next few days i feel like it would go at least 9k by halving many predict higher you know it's interesting you say that flush creatures because when we do look at bitcoin futures there is a big gap here uh at the uh nine thousand to eighty two hundred dollar level and so eventually we're going to want to fill that gap and so you know i i believe that eventually we will anytime soon probably not unless we see uh, a substantial change in what's happening right now in uh this state of panic that we're seeing with this global pandemic and so it's really interesting that you know uh i can't read the name i be believe that's in uh in russian croatian whatever that might be ukrainian it says now it's really bitcoin's concept te test well you know it's interesting you say that because i i think what's really cool is uh you know yes bitcoin might be going down but remember i've talked about if you've heard me talk about this in the past say something in the chat but you know, Bitcoin is the only asset that's not just a storage of value. It's also a volatile asset. And so it acts like gold when it wants to, and it acts like equity markets when it wants to. And so I think one part of the reason we're seeing down prices for Bitcoin right now as equity markets go down is if we start to see consolidation in equity markets, I believe Bitcoin will actually outperform the equity markets at that point and not continue down. The same way Bitcoin's 27% down from its recent high, but equity markets are only about 20% down from its recent high. I believe Bitcoin will also go up faster than equity markets because I think as a storage of value, it's more of an attractive storage of value at a lower price than it is at a higher price. Think about that. Think about that one more time. It's more of an attractive storage of value at a lower price than it is at a higher price. So maybe it's good for Bitcoin to be at a lower price before becoming a storage of value to the masses because we have yet to see the masses invest in bitcoin so if you agree with that say something in the chat if not i'd love to hear your opinion on why but i think once again i'll say this for the last time bitcoin is still a storage of value but it's a more attractive storage of value at a lower price than it is at a higher price so maybe it's appropriate for it to go down right now in order for it to act as a true storage of value when it's needed because if we do go out in a global pandemic and we're all quarantined, I mean, what are we going to be doing? Sending mail? Sending cash in the mail? No. Are you going to be sending your family gold? Right? No. 
you're going to be using Venmo, Cash App, Bitcoin. And that's why I think it's a more attractive storage of value at a lower price. And so, you know, I'm very much on Bitcoin's side. And uh, I still see Bitcoin seeing new all-time highs. I still see Bitcoin outperforming every other asset class. It's just a matter of going through this time of crisis. And understand, this isn't a financial crisis, as Donald Trump said today on his national address. It's a health crisis, of course, but not a financial crisis. So does Bitcoin really need to be a storage of value right now? That's a good question. Pasha says, yes, I agree. So uh, Malik says it will play out. What goes up must come down. Chris says, Brad Garland has his bogus for selling his own Ripple. That's probably why the price hasn't moved. I'm guessing it will pop in the next bull run, but I'm staying away from it. I don't think it will even pop in the next bull run. So Satoshi students, since you uh, questioned the uh, the opinion, you win the book, send me a message, uh, and we'll give away another book to somebody who uh, comments on this video once it's published, which it will be published uh, in uh, a minute or so. Uh, just make sure to like the video and turn on your post notifications. Uh, Satoshi student, you can send me a message on Discord and you can win this book. And then for whoever comments, I will comment back that you won. You can send me a message on Discord. So I'm going to wrap this baby up. Thank you, guys. I uh, hope you guys appreciate me going live here at 1.40 a.m., and I really wanted to make sure I brought this information out to you guys as I'm seeing a lot of people ask, when is this bottom coming in? Should we start buying the dip? And in reality, you have to look at the root cause and that's what's happening with this global pandemic. Until that's contained, markets won't be contained. Uh, and as equity markets fall, I believe Bitcoin will also fall because it's almost like a domino effect. You know, people working, they have money invested in traditional equity markets, they have money invested in Bitcoin. They start becoming fearful. They start selling off their stocks. They sell off their stocks. Then they start selling off their Bitcoin because they think they'd rather have cash. And then other people see that Bitcoin is being sold and then they see price going down and they also see a global pandemic and then they decide to sell. And then it becomes this cycle where this person sees markets going down. He sees his 401k going down because that guy got scared that the virus was going to come. And then this guy decides to sell. And then because that guy decided to sell, markets go down. This guy sees markets going down. So then he decides to sell. So it's it's a, it's a cycle of fear. Uh, but when fear is in the air, opportunity is right around the corner, in my opinion, as Warren Buffett is famously quoted for and so other than that thank you guys so much flesh creature says thank you so much naeem satoshi put the fire for winning the book awesome king says wait for three to four hour candles go, go up awesome chris says has so much more room to grow compared to the stores of value bitcoin is still an immature market i agree 100 percent kurt says i completely agree i agree with you as well kurt Pete says it's a snowball effect exactly so thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night and I will see you guys on Friday.